Hello, and welcome to Your Life Rocks, the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear the chaos, and reach goals in all areas of your life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with us today. You know, spring has sprung and my kids are on spring break this week. And I don't know if your kids are on spring break this week, if they've already had their spring break or maybe it's still to come, but it certainly is just a fun time of year. It's a time of new beginnings, of freshness, all things great and new. And I wish you just all of the best as we change seasons. And with everything being fresh and new, it is a perfect time that we start thinking about our spring wardrobe and what we're wearing because I don't know about you, but I am tired of all of the sweaters and all of my winter clothes and ready for some cute capris and some more color in my wardrobe. And today we have a very special guest on and she's gonna be sharing five tips to spring clean your closet and add a touch of fabulous confidence to your life. And confidence really is such a root to everything that we do, whether it be our career or how we show up as a wife or even just how we show up for ourselves. It really is so much of everything that we do. And so I love that we're going to be talking about this today. Now, our guest for today's episode is Allison Fab Howell. She's a social worker by day, a lifestylist by night, and she teaches women to feel fabulous in life and style. Allison is also the co-author of the Amazon bestseller, Live in Gratitude Daily. Allison combines her experience in fashion with a background in psychology. Her passion is teaching women to discover their true style and incorporate it into all aspects of their day so that they can really embrace a life that feels fun, fresh, and full of fabulous love. And you know, there are so many things I love about Allison, and one of them is that she really does put style into every part of our lives and it really is more of an inside job versus just what we wear but really fashion is just that representation of what we have on the inside which I love that about her and you heard me say at the very beginning that this podcast is all about helping you create balance and that's how we define balance here at Your Life Rocks is by setting and moving towards goals in all areas of our life and when we talk about all areas we're talking about eight areas and our eighth area is friends and fun And fashion should be fun, and Allison makes it fun. So I'm super excited for you to listen to her five tips, action items that you can put into play right away to help you find your spring style and a bit more confidence as we change the seasons. So let's get right into my interview with Allison Fab Howell. All right, so one of the things that I love about having you come on this show, and so thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Is you call yourself a lifestylist versus like a personal stylist. So can you just share like, what does that mean exactly being a lifestylist? What it means is that I help you feel fabulous in life and style. Like I, like I'm not wearing anything fancy. I don't have on any makeup right now. I don't think that feeling fabulous isn't just about your appearance. Your appearance is part of it, but I don't think that everyone should have to dress up all the time to feel great if they don't want to, it's, it's a personal choice. Um, so I like to combine, you know, my psychology and social work background with style and fashion, depending on what each person needs, instead of like boxing myself into one category, this way I can kind of help everybody where they are. I love that. And this is one of the things that I love so much about you and wanted to have 
our audience really learn from you about style and beauty and all of those things is because you really look at it mostly from like an internal piece versus an external piece, which, you know, really aligns with everything that we are because we're busy, right? Especially as yes. moms trying to balance everything. <laughs> and we scroll through Instagram or we look on Facebook and we see like these perfect outfits with perfect hair and perfect makeup. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't know very many people that have time to put themselves together that way. And so I just love your approach so, so much and that it's really like an inside job that's reflected on the outside. Thank you. Well, and even, and, and I guess part of it too is like, even if you had the time, or at least even when I have the time, I don't always achieve that look. So like it's unrealistic expectation. So it's, it's figuring out what it is that each people, each person needs. Um, and when you feel better on the inside, you'll often express on the outside and vice versa. I love that you bring that up with the expectations because seriously, I'm 4'11". Like I am not a tall person (laughs) by anyone's definition, except for maybe my seven-year-old. And even he's starting to catch up with me a little bit. My 11-year-old's already towering over. But I always look at like these cute outfits that are on these models and I think, oh, that looks so great. And then I put it on me and there's like, you know, a foot of skinny jeans still on the ground, (laughs) trailing behind. And so I think that that's perfectly, it is kind of managing that expectation too of what we see and what we want to accomplish versus what we actually live into. Yes. Yeah. It's important. So Allison, share with us a little bit more about who you are as a person. I know you're a mom. I know you work. I know you do all kinds of things, but share with us a little bit more about you. Well, I am, I am a mom. I've been married for 13 years, have two children. um, And my daytime full-time job is a social worker um, and my title is actually counselor for people with intellectual disabilities. So I work with um, adults and children and their families and their caregivers. It's, it's, it's quite the variety of people that I work with as a, as a social worker, but um, I've kind of learned over the years how to relate to people um, regardless of like their socioeconomic background, their education, their, um, their challenges, their abilities. Um, and I kind of pride myself in that because I want, I want everyone to feel comfortable and accepted. Um, even if we don't see eye to eye, that's very important to me to share God's love with everyone, even if we have different views. Um, so I, I try to do that in in all of my work. Um, but I, I definitely have a passion for making things look pretty. So that's kind of how the life stylist piece came about. I've been designing jewelry since I was a child. Um, that's a little bit about me. I love it. Okay. So that is a lot to balance (laughs) with kids and marriage because you and I both know like marriages that are successful, they don't just happen. They take work plus, you know, everything else that you're balancing in life. So obviously everything we do here at Your Life Rocks is all about helping other working Christian moms create that balance, but it all starts with the way we define it. So how do you define life balance? I really define it as feeling your best in your current circumstance and being thankful for whatever, whatever you're experiencing, Um, because there really is no way to control the unknown. So, you know, if you end up with a sick child and you have, you know, a bazillion meetings scheduled um, that day for work and 
Um, you know, you have all these other things that you have to take care of. You can't necessarily have balance because you, you still have commitments and, and then you have your loved ones that you want to care for. Um, so it's taking the time to stop, evaluate what's important, focus on those things and try to feel as thankful about them as you can and go from there. Oh, I so agree with you 100% that it is really a feeling. Like, I think sometimes we try to make it like such a intellectual, analytical, black and white measurement of time when it really is that internal feeling of how we are in every situation. And if we have that strong grounding, then we can find balance regardless of whatever that gets thrown at us. Yes. Or you can work to find balance, I guess I should say, because I don't, I don't always feel that there's balance, but at least I have a goal and I have a focus that I can, I can go to. Yep. And that's it. And that's one of the things, like, I'm not sure if we ever, like we can create balance and we can work towards balance, but I think once we get there, like it's always shifting and changing. And that's where we really have to be able to shift and change with it too. And having that being an internal feeling versus something that's externally measured, I think is really the key. Yes, I agree. Now, I'm super excited for the tips that you're going to be sharing with us today. Like, it is so perfect <laughs> for the season, for where I am right now. When you sent these over to me, I was like, yes. <laughs> I am so excited to have this conversation. So being that you are fabulous, being that you are a lifestylist, and you really care about helping us bring it and make everything pretty, which I love that about you. So you're going to share with us five tips to spring clean your closet. And this is my favorite part. Add a touch of fabulous confidence to your life. So this seems pretty amazing, especially that last part. I'm really excited to add a touch of fabulous to my life <laughs> because it is like, it's funny, like it's a change of seasons, right? So we're going into spring. So I, myself, I'm kind of going through my closet and looking at the old winter sweaters and kind of the cozy things that in the fall I was excited to put on. And now I'm like, meh, <laughs> yeah. I'm so over it. But at the same time, like it's a whole refreshing. It's not just about the clothes for me, at least right now, it's a whole different change and really looking for that wardrobe to help kind of create and define this new me that I feel like I'm kind of growing into. And a lot of women I talk to, like, I don't know if it's just a spring thing or what, but they're kind of in that same position. Mm -hmm. Do you find that as well around spring? Yes. I think it's a natural, like it, it just happens naturally. You see everything blooming and you can feel like, you know, God's just like making everything look its, its best and refresh. So it, I think it just comes naturally that we want to do it as well. Oh yeah. I totally agree. All right. So we have five steps. Hit us with number one. I'm super excited to learn from you. <laughs> Okay. So number one is evaluate your relationship with clothes. So something, and, and these are things that I do on a regular basis, but it's really great to do it like every change of season. Um, but if you don't totally love something, you're not going to feel your best in it. So what I recommend to people is to go through um, their wardrobe and I'm talking everything like you can start simple with just your clothes if you want to, but if you want to do a, a complete, you know, spring cleaning, that, that deep spring cleaning, you can go through clothes, jewelry, shoes, even your underwear. And if you don't love something, then say, see you later. And you don't have to get rid of it, but you just need to set it aside and pack it up. 
um, out of sight, out of mind makes the biggest difference. It helps people just feel lighter. Um, it gives you focus because when you only have those things that you love in your closet, it takes away like the mental stress of, wait, uh, do I want to wear this? And I don't really love it. Or like you were talking about the sweaters, you know, feeling kind of like, Meh, I'm done with those. Um, having the things that you love is important. So when I talk about packing them away, I recommend, you know, put them away for like three months. You can put them under the bed. You can put them in your garage, the closet. Well, not, not hanging in your closet, but like out of your normal wardrobe so that you, if you need them, you can go back to them, but they're not part of your everyday distraction. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that that's really, really good. It's, you know, it's interesting. I um, was watching this video from someone who is a health professional and she's got a really popular diet out there. And she was talking about like, um, in the past, she was a drug addict. And when she was coming out of that and, and really starting to work on healing herself from that as part of her past, she really had to re-identify who she was. And the biggest part of that was her clothes mm. and just the clothes that she associated herself with and what she would wear. And she was like, if I'm going to recreate myself, I need to start with the things I surround myself and what I put on my body. And it just like this light bulb went off for me. You know, we, we talk about creating action boards or vision boards or creating goals and really thinking about the direction we want to build our lives into and creating balance. But are our clothes reflecting that and, and the person that we want to become? And so that's, I've been really thinking heavy about that this week, just looking through my own clothes and the things that I love to wear. And does that really reflect where I think I want to go with my life and mm -hmm. how I want to represent who I, how I want to speak to myself too about what I wear. So when I saw these points, I was like, yes, that is so <laughs> aligned and so spot on, but it's funny, right? Like how we, our clothes can really define us in a different way. They do. And, and also one thing that I've found is that regardless of like working in the field of social work, I've, I've worked with people of all different financial statures. So regardless of how much money someone has, the women who are comfortable and confident in their clothes, they carry themselves completely differently. So it, you don't have to go buy a whole new wardrobe, but you know what you feel comfortable in and you know why you love it. Like, is it because it, um, you know, it covers your bottom that you're self-conscious about or, um, you know, it sits a little lower on your tummy, like, or if that's a problem area for you, you know, the pieces that you like and that you're comfortable with. And when you wear things that make you self-conscious, you're distracted the whole time. So it, it really does make a difference. Mm, I love it. So good. Okay. So number one was evaluate your relationship with your clues. What's number two? Okay. So number two is super important and it's something that I'm constantly working on myself and reminded by my loving husband all the time. Just pick a go-to outfit. So number two is pick your three favorite outfits that are in case of emergency. Um, so we all have days where we do not feel our best or we're short on time. You know, like you, you get a call like that you have, that you're going, you know, to meet friends or for dinner, or you have a special meeting or something. So when you have a go-to outfit for that specific thing, then it relieves some of that mental energy that you would normally spend like in kind of chaos trying to figure out what to wear. So to cover all the basic scenarios, um, I recommend that people choose one outfit from three of these next categories. 
um, just to have ready at all times. So first, number one would be work. So have a go-to outfit, like an in-case-of-emergency outfit for work. This, depending on what your work entails, it could be like nine-to-five attire. It could be um, something like just for a Skype meeting. I remember when I had my second interview for my current job, I, my first interview, I had flown from Oklahoma to California like to interview. But my callback interview, I thought, well, I can't fly back there again. So we did it via Skype. Um, and so from the bottom down, I was wearing pajama pants. And from the top <laughs> up, I was dressed very professionally. So you know what your Skype meeting may entail and who you're meeting with. But, you know, have that work attire. So nine to five Skype meeting, if it's like a coffee date with a new client, whatever it is, have, have one thing that you know can be your safe go-to in case of emergency workout. But the second category would be for play. Um, and that depends on your life circumstances as well. That might be a date night outfit. Um, it might be Saturday with the family. It might be like a mom on the go thing, whatever is like play easy, quick can throw it on, but you feel confident in it. That's key. Know what it is and have it ready at all times. And then number three might sound unimportant, but I think it makes a difference. Um, and it's a lounging outfit. So something comfortable to hang out in hall at home that you still feel confident in, like if the neighbor's trapped by unexpectedly. For me, that meant like getting some new pajama pants um, or, you know, getting some fun sports bras, like something that I could just kind of lounge around in. Because because I work a nine to five during the week, for me, it's important like to transition to rest to get out of my work clothes when I get home. So I instantly will get into like pajama or lounging clothes and having something that still makes me feel comfortable and confident even when there's no makeup on, my hair is, you know, messy, makes a difference. So those are the three go-to in case of emergency outfit. I so love that you have that third one in there for lounging. It, to me, it's so important because honestly, like I'm kind of the same way. When I'm done with work, like just I'm done. <laughs> and before I had like these raggedy sweats and an oversized sweatshirt and it was comfortable for me, but I was always like fearful of like the neighbors coming by yeah. or we just moved to a new neighborhood <laughs> and my younger son is a total extrovert. I'm a total introvert, but he thinks that I need to be all of the mom's best friends in the neighborhood. So he will go to the park and then he'll bring moms home. Like, oh, I want you to fine. come and meet my mom. <laughs> and so, you know, I was, I, I didn't feel confident. And my husband's like, oh, you look fine. Other moms dress that way. But I didn't feel good about the way that I was presenting myself. And so I, I love that you put that in there as a third go-to outfit. Yeah. It, and it's it really, like, it matters on what your lifestyle entails. Like, which one of these is going to be most important. And I also, like, once you have one in each category – you can add another one. You can have two in case one's in the laundry, but first just get one in each category. Mm, baby steps. I like yes. it. Yeah. I like it. All right. So number three for our five steps. Okay. Matching hangers. What? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really simple, but visually it makes such a difference. Um, they could be the they can be whichever hangers you prefer. That You don't have to spend a lot of money on hangers. It could be all white plastic hangers. It could be wire hangers. I personally really like the slimline hangers um, because I can fit more in my closet that way. Um, but 
it, it really makes a visual difference. Like once you've taken out all that stuff that you're not in love with, um, everything else that's left have all the hangers the same color and you will just feel like, you, like you've cleaned everything. Even if you haven't taken that much stuff out, everything will be visually appealing. And then also if you, um, if you share a closet like me, I have the privilege of sharing my closet with my husband when we moved into our new house, we have different color hangers. So it like divides the closet in half with his hangers or his clothes and his hangers versus my clothes and my hangers. That is super smart. That is way smart. I like that idea. Now my sister, um, she's super duper organized. In fact, whenever she looks at my closet, she's like, oh, I don't even know how you can handle all of the different hangers. Cause I've got some wood hangers, plastic hangers. They're all different colors, different sizes. Like it's kind of a crazy, um, mish up, max up. And she even has her stuff like organized by color. Like, how do you feel about that as far as like organizing by color or by event or by type of clothes in your closet? I really like organizing by color. I have all of our closets are organized by color, but that's, that's because that's what feels good to me. Like it's going to depend on what makes things easier for you. So how does your brain work? I don't want to overcomplicate things, but like my brain works in colors. Like I, I'm drawn to certain colors. Um, and so if I know that I want to wear, um, a particular pair of pants one day, I know, okay, well, what color can I wear with those pants? So I could just go into my closet and find the color that would match those particular pants. But for some people it may be, you know, events like, I go into more detail in the shop your closet course that I have where I, I do have things like organized down into different categories and by color. Um, but it, it's really more about what makes sense to your brain. What would be your go-to? Like if yours would be like, okay, work attire is here, lounging attire is here, then you could organize it that way. It, it just, it depends on what, what would you like? How is your closet organized right now? It's, um, <laughs> the things that I washed last week are here. <laughs> and then the things I haven't worn in like a year or towards the back, like that's just, oh, it's yeah. so not even organized again, why I was so excited <laughs> when I saw the points that you're going to cover off because it is so needed, right? Like I feel like I want that freshness and I want to have more organization. So you did mention a course that you offer. Um, and helping people kind of figure all of that stuff out and putting together some organization. Can you repeat the name of that again? It's called Shop Your Closet. Shop Your Closet? Yes. And it's, it's all about having a visually appealing closet. So like I love Pinterest and I love looking at those, you know, beautiful walk-in closets that have like a, um, almost like an island in the middle and a chair and, you know, oh yes, chandelier. Well, that's not my closet. <laughs> we don't have room for that. Um, but I still think it's important to enjoy going into your wardrobe. If you like going into your closet or your piles of laundry, however you organ, however your lifestyle matches with your clothes, you, it, it makes a difference. Um, if it's visually appealing to you. So I go through that whole process and it can be overwhelming. Um, and that's why I try to like break it down step by step by step. Um, and that's why I, I, I don't want to like be too detailed in these quick tips because what I found is if I have, 
I love the information, but if I have too much information, then I kind of get paralyzed and I don't do anything. So starting simple is better. Um, like, you know, starting with the matching hangers or the, the three outfits, um, that, that can at least be a good first step. Mm, so thank you for saying that. So <laughs> for, I'm gonna, this is for the listeners out there that are like me. If you are like an all or nothing, like, okay, if I'm going to go through my closet, I am going to overhaul it perfectly and make sure everything is done exactly how it needs to be done. Then give yourself the freedom just to do those small steps. Break away from that all or nothing for just this moment and just see what it feels like to just do a little step, just to go a little bit towards where you want to go. And then if you feel like you want to go more, then get Allison's course. And I'll make sure I link to it in the show notes page so that you can have that easy link and find it and then go deeper. But do just these small steps first and don't feel like you need to overtake everything because you know what will happen because I know this will happen to me, so I know it'll probably happen to you. And yes, I'm still talking to you, you right now. So this is what will happen is you will say, I'm going to do that next weekend. The next weekend, something will come into, it'll just happen, right? The kids will have something, they got invited somewhere, you got invited somewhere, and then you put it off, and then you put it off, and then you put it off, and now you're getting your closet ready for winter next year. And I don't want that for you, and I know you don't want that for you. So just take the small baby steps. Yes. Okay. So Allison, so far for these five tips to spring clean your closet and add a touch of fabulous confidence to your life. We've covered number one, evaluate your relationship with clothes. Number two, have your favorite go-to in case of emergency outfits. We talked about number one for work, number two for play, whatever that looks like for you. And number three for lounging. And the most important thing is that you feel confident in those. And then we just talked about matching hangers and all of the psychology <laughs> that goes into that one piece there. What about number four? So number four is add more of your favorite color. And color is such a mood booster. Um, and so I recommend that people add more of their favorite color into all areas of their wardrobe. It could be their clothes, their accessories, their jewelry, their shoes, even your nail polish. Just have fun with it and think about how each color makes you feel when you put it on and then find different ways to add more of it into your life, but especially into your wardrobe. Don't worry about like, you know, the seasonal rules, just add more of what that color that, that really boosts your confidence. So what is your favorite color? You, my favorite color is orange. Okay. That's so interesting. Um, because you said you're an introvert and your favorite color is orange and orange. I know. Can be <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. Like, I don't think I own hardly, like, I think I own some statement pieces, like some necklaces and stuff that are orange, but so much of what I wear is black and I don't like black and orange together. So <laughs> Halloween. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, I don't want to be a walking jack-o'-lantern all year round. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So orange, um, any color. Okay. Here's, here's another quick tip. Any color can be matched with a neutral. So black is the, is the easy neutral that we all know, but so is white, tan, navy, brown. Those are like cream. Those are all neutrals that you could wear with orange. You could mix orange with other colors as well, but those are like safe things that you could mix and match with orange. But I mean, if orange is your favorite color and it, I'm guessing it makes you feel pretty good when you wear it, 
think about different ways that you can add more of it in and you'll get that feeling. I like that feeling. And that's exactly it. And I think that's why I like orange so much. And maybe everyone just feels this way about their favorite color, but it does boost my mood. Like it's a cheerful, bright, optimistic color. And I love that. I love having that around me. Yeah. I recently started paying even more attention um, when I'm choosing my clothes. If I'm feeling eh, and I'll like go for a color that doesn't make me feel so great. I, I stop and think, no, like wear the color that is going to make you feel better. I know you feel like this color, like this meh color, but if in order to like kind of have some control over my mood, I can pick a color that really makes me feel good. And it, it makes such a difference. And I carry myself differently and people will comment on it. It's, it's very interesting the way it works. Mm, I so agree with that. And I also just outside of color, but even just dressing for your mood, I know for me when I don't feel my best, but I need to be on, I will probably dress up more than I need to. Like for work, I'll, you know, wear an actual suit versus just like business casual. And people will always comment, but it's honestly because I feel like crap. And so I don't want to, I don't want to feel that way anymore. I want to feel amazing. So I, and powerful and all of those things, right? So I dress like all of those things that I want to feel versus how I actually want to feel, which is wearing sweatpants. <laughs> but it, and, and it helps you to then transform into some of how you want to feel. Exactly. Exactly. So generally, just quick tip, blues are more soothing and then bright colors like orange and red and yellow can um, add a quick pop of energy. Ooh, I like that. All right. So I'm so excited for number five because you've already shared so much incredible wisdom with us and giving us the steps um, that we really need. Some, and the thing I love about these steps, Allison, before you get to number five is it's all stuff that we can really apply like right away. Like I could literally take a 30 minutes this afternoon and put some of these things into practice. So I so appreciate that about, about what you're sharing with us. So let's go with number five. What's your final tip for us? Okay. So when in doubt, um, it's the acronym KISS, K-I-S-S. I've heard it, keep it simple, stupid, but I like keep it simple, sweetie. That's a nicer way to put it. <laughs> so much nicer. <laughs> so just remember that looking and feeling fabulous, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, when you wear what you love, your, your confidence just soars. So don't, don't worry so much about, you know, fashion trends or what's age appropriate or season appropriate, but really start focusing on what makes you feel your best. Um, Cause the secret to fabulous style is just loving what's on your body. That is so great. Okay. So I love the two that you brought up, like, don't worry about the trends or um, your age and what's age appropriate, like all of those things, because sometimes it's really hard, especially when you're thinking, I want to buy new clothes and you start like looking for inspiration. Like kind of, kind of like I said in the very beginning, like I'm a short person. And so things that look great on a tall person don't always look great on me. And then that affects the way that I feel. Right. I just like, brings everything down so much more. And so I love that you really talk about focusing on the things that make you feel your best, bring out the best in you that make you feel most confident. That's really, really a fabulous tip for everything that you're sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just, I'm, it, you know what, you know, this even goes with like, don't focus on the number, the size. I, I have things in my closet that range from a double extra large to probably an extra small because I just, 
I pick stuff based off of how it fits my body. Um, I used to be, I used to be probably like almost every other woman where, um, you know, I would get down if I had to like go up a size and pants or something. In fact, I just tried on jeans earlier today and I thought, okay, which size do I get? Like I get the smaller size, but it really doesn't, it doesn't feel comfortable. <laughs> like I'm going to be uncomfortable and self-conscious the whole time. Who cares what size it is? Like how, how, how does it look and feel in my body? It's really that basic. Um, it, it, it can be very simple and you will feel better in the end. I promise. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, before we let you go, there's a couple things that I need from you. Okay. Number one, because you already shared so much great wisdom with us, I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more. But one of the things we do every single episode um, for Your Life Rocks podcast is we talk about a Bible verse because it really is about bringing the word of God as the living word into our lives. So what Bible verse do you have for us today? Okay, so I have Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Um, and I have had this verse up at my workspace, um, for the last probably 10 years. It's followed me and printed it out. Um, it's, I like the new living translation the best, um, which says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Mm, amen. Yeah, I, I can, I can um, be a bit of a worrier sometimes. Um, so having that reminder, um, the, I think I have the NIV version printed out at work that says be anxious for nothing. Um, so it's just that constant reminder, like don't, don't worry about it. God's got it covered. Um, so that's, that's a, one of my go-to verses. You know, and it's so true. I think especially as moms, I know I grew so much more anxious after I had kids versus before I had kids. There's so much more to worry about. Um, but I, I had this mentor once who said, you know what you have to realize is that they're not necessarily your kids. Like God gave them to you to raise, but they're his kids and mm -hmm. he's got them covered. And that's it. Just pray for him. And, and I think that that really helped out a lot with that, but I think we can all are very guilty of trying to do our own strength. And, and that's what makes us anxious, right? Is not giving it onto him, but really taking it on for ourselves. So I love that you shared that. All right. So I want to review these five tips. So in case anyone missed it or you're taking notes, or if you're listening to this and you're driving and you were trying to get all of that, make sure you go over to our show notes page at yourliferocks.com forward slash podcast. This will be episode 69. So the five tips to spring clean your closet and add a touch of fabulous confidence to your life. Number one, evaluate your relationship with your clothes. Number two, have your favorite go-to in case of emergency outfits. Number three, make matching hangers. This is what I'm going to do this weekend. I'm totally <laughs> matching hangers. <laughs> Number four, add more of your favorite color to your wardrobe. And I love that she mentioned nails, clothes, jewelry, shoes. It doesn't always have to be clothes. And I love the accessories are part of that. And number five, most importantly, keep it simple, sweetie. Allison, thank you so much for coming on and sharing these tips with us. Now, if people want to learn more about you or take your course or follow you on social media, where can they learn more about you? Um, so you can find me at the website fabover.com. That's F-A-B 
Over.com. Uh, and I also hang out in my Facebook group quite a lot. Um, that is the Facebook group is called Find Your Fab, and it, the Fab is capitalized F A B. Let's see, I also enjoy Instagram, and on Instagram, I am Fab777Life. So those are the three places that I'm, you can usually find me. Awesome. And we'll make sure we link to all of those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on. It was lovely talking to you. Thank and you. I had fun. I feel more fabulous already. Great. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until you get those hangers. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> And there you go. Some really great tips from Allison. And I'll tell you, from when I recorded that interview till now, I've already started implementing some of the things that she suggested in her five tips, and it makes such a difference, including the hangers. So I will post a picture of that over into our Facebook group so you can get a picture of kind of the chaos before and after of my closet. And it might not look like much, but for me inside, I don't know, it just does something different when we clear some of that chaos, which is what we talk about here at Your Life Rock. So I hope that you implement some of these tips for yourself. And you heard me talk about our Facebook group. I hope that you join us over in our Facebook group. You can just search Your Life Rocks community in Facebook, or you can hop over to our show notes page at yourliferocks.com and click on the community link and get right in. So I have a question for you, and this is our question of the week, and we'll be having this discussion all week long inside our Facebook group, but this week's question is, what piece of your wardrobe makes you feel most confident? Maybe for you, it's a favorite pair of shoes or a certain necklace or a power suit that you own. But what is it for you that makes you feel most confident? And I cannot wait to hear what you have to say for that inside of our Facebook group. Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I hope that you hit subscribe so you can come back and hang out with us again. And if you get enjoyment from this podcast, we would certainly love for you to leave a review in iTunes. It's our mission to help other working Christian moms create more balance and clear chaos, and it truly helps them find us when you are able to do that. And I honestly love to get the feedback as well. I want to thank vclark701 for leaving us this great review in iTunes. She says, focus and balance are hard to grasp and maintain. I'm so appreciative of Jenny's guidance, encouragement, and positive attitude. This podcast helps me keep a positive can-do attitude and I get focused on my goals in all areas of my life and lean on the Lord to give my best effort. Thank you so much, vclark701. I love that feedback. Thank you so much for taking the time and writing that review. It means so much more than you could ever know. I hope to see you back here next week while we talk a little bit more about Sunday prep. Go a little bit deeper and share some tips on how you can really up-level your Sunday prep day to make it the most successful week ever for you. So between now and then, I hope to see you inside the Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram at your.life.rocks and on Facebook as well. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.